Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava. And it is March 30th, and I think it's Tuesday. So we got a few days left in the work week, at least I do. I have Friday off, which I'm super happy about, and because it's Good Friday, so I'm pumped about that. And it's going to be a good week. I think that we have some some better releases coming up this week and some stuff that's going to be lower key coming out that I really didn't expect to come out. And I think that's been every week so far this year. It's just been one thing after another, after another, after another. And just between that and between talking to some of the guys that I've been kind of reselling around the same amount of time with, they're picking up on some items that are doing really, really well. I mean, exceptionally well, and they're making good money on it. So being able to have people in your corner that you can talk to and stuff is just a major asset. And ultimately, it's just awesome to have people like that. It's super appreciative to have that. And and when you can talk to somebody and, and kind of get some some insight or a little bit of, of knowledge gained, I mean, that's just awesome. So that's kind of what I've been up to. I've been talking to a couple people, really one of the, the people that has been super helpful for me and, and one of my groups, Zach, super smart kid, absolutely crushing it. And me and him just been bouncing some ideas back and forth. We're going to be probably coming up on a few items here that have been looking really profitable and I'm just going back and forth with him trying to figure out which ones are going to be the best for us to pick up not together or anything not going into business together or anything like that but just doing just kind of bouncing ideas off of each other and and being able because we live in two separate areas so when you're able to source stuff in store and online and stuff when you live in separate areas that's awesome because you're not taking another person's inventory or anything like that you don't have to worry about accidentally like robbing your buddy of of some profit that they'd be able to make if they go into store and it's just fun so i've been having a lot of fun with it i've been learning a lot and it's been really really good overall so good looking week coming up we've had some decent restocks a couple things that are super low-key like i said that'll be coming out so I'm, i'm excited for those and then there may be a few sneaker releases near the end of the week that may pop up. I, I really haven't seen too much that's really caught my eye. We had a release today on the sneakers app, and then we had some Jordan Reserves, which if you don't know what a Jordan Reserve is, basically on the sneakers app every once in a while, they'll just take a bunch of random Jordans that they, I imagine they just have in back stock, and they'll load them up on the Nike sneakers app to release basically you go on there you click the little square that says Jordan reserve and then you go in there and you try and enter as fast as you can to buy all of the pairs that you can and so they had that come out today they had a couple actually and they did basically one of bricks and then one that wasn't bricks and so the one that was all bricks was like Jordan 13s Jordan I think there's a pair of Jordan 3s in there that were kind of ugly like nothing really that 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 special about the one Jordan reserve that they did the second one was all Jordan ones and they had like the Midnight Navies, they had Lucky Greens, they had the Volt Golds, they had the black and gold metallics. Like there were some decent ones in there, obviously the, the Midnight Navies and the Lucky Greens being the, the better of the, the colorways and then I think the Volt Golds may may just be, a, I think they're an underrated colorway but if you want the shoe for personal just be aware that they kind of are made of terrible materials. They're, they're kind of trash in that regard, but really decent colorway outside of the Volt, and I don't think the Volt looks very good, but if you can get over that and, and you can kind of convince yourself the rest of the shoe looks good, which I think it does, minus the Volt, not a bad colorway and definitely not some bad resell either. I mean, you could at least make 30, 40 bucks depending on how much tax you have to pay and stuff like that. So overall, pretty decent release just for random restock today that they had. 
I ended up not hitting anything, which is kind of a bummer because I knew it was happening and just didn't do, I didn't hit. I don't know. I mean, you have very limited stock sometimes for some of this stuff as it is. And so when they're taking back stock or whatever they're doing for these Jordan reserves, they're not going to have a ton of stock. And we have so many people going for them. I mean, think about how many groups there are. And even if each group has a thousand members and maybe there's 10 groups that, that know about it, well, you're already 10, one out of 10,000. And if they're only releasing a set amount of pairs, it's not that many you may have a really small shot of copying. So that's kind of what ended up playing out today. Kind of a bummer. I tried to enter as fast as I could, and then some of them, you, I try and hit some mid-order, and it wouldn't even, like, it would just, like, glitch out. And so probably the shoe went out of stock already, which was pretty quick because it was within the first minute or so. So either way, it was overall a good day. Those those I ended up not hitting on. I don't really even think I bought anything today, which is pretty, pretty odd for me. I usually end up finding something to buy. I've gotten a lot more picky too, which is good. I think that I think that being super picky whenever you start to learn a little bit more about reselling is a necessity. Because if not, you just start buying everything, and, and you're, you're basically spending money on stuff that you don't know. And I've put a lot of feelers out and a lot of test items out that I've purchased and stuff like that. That's not a big deal. I mean, when it's when it's twenty to thirty bucks, or maybe like when it's like ten to thirty bucks, it's really not a big deal. But if you start doing that too much, you're going to start to lose profit that you could be making on things if, I mean just think about it. if you have 10 $30 items that don't end up selling well that's 300 bucks you just have sitting there in inventory so it's important to remember that you don't want to test way way too many items and you have all your inventory be test items that fail because then you're not going to make money so that's what I've been trying to weed out and I've kind of gotten to a place where I, I know what I like and I know what I don't like and sometimes there's items that I just am like, you know what, I don't like that, I'm not gonna go for that. And sometimes there's items where I'm like, I don't like that, I'm not gonna go for that, but I check the comps and go, well, I can make an exception here because the comps are just insane. And so that's kind of what I saw today. There was an item that somebody put out a lead about. I typically, I, I've been trying to shy away from the, the, the genre of item, but you always gotta check the comps because comps never lie. And when you see that a certain item that's retailing 10, 20, $30 is selling for 80 to maybe a hundred or even a hundred to 150, like you need to go for that. And, and that's just a, that's a given, right? If you can make $30 on a $30 purchase, that's a win. And especially if the sales rate is pretty quick and, and sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. You could pretty much guess though, how fast it's gonna sell, sell based off of how many solds there are relative to how many there are currently on the market. So you see an item that has like 60, 70, 80, 100 solds, and it may only have 20 or 30 on the market. Well, you can guess that item is probably gonna sell pretty quick. And a lot of the people are probably just priced the, pricing themselves at market value. And especially if there seems to be, if it's sold a few in the last few days, then you're probably gonna have a good chance of selling it pretty quick, depending on what you price it at and stuff like that too. So that's what I've been doing. I also got a lot listed today. Maybe not a lot, but I, I did get a lot of pairs, I guess, because I had similar pairs and similar sizes. So I got some Jordan 3s listed up today, and I got a pair, a couple of pairs of Vapor Maxes that I ended up getting on a crazy deal from Nike. So I was happy about that, got those listed up as well. I think I have a couple more pairs of those coming in too, so that's good. Vapor Maxes, if you don't know, Vapor Maxes are, they're money. I mean, I, it was, it, it, it's, it amazes me how many people don't know this, but Vapor Maxes are money. And I went into a Ross pre-COVID. I mean, this is, this is like January, February of 2020. So right before things started shutting down, I mean, even some of you maybe in states where things were shutting down and stuff like that. But for me, Pennsylvania, we didn't have any, any, nobody even knew what COVID was in like February, 2020. So I went into Ross, picked up a bunch of shoes. And one of the pairs I picked up was a pair of Vapor Max and I put it on Instagram. And this 
dude comes on and starts clowning me for picking up a pair of Apron Maxes, saying that they're flooded. If you don't go to Ross or Marshalls very often, the way that these stores work is that they will source inventory from... I think they source it from Nike. I don't know the exact source of it. I've never actually looked at where they get it, but I'm imagining they get it from Nike. And typically what ends up happening is they end up getting floods. So a flood is basically where they get a ton of a particular shoe, and they usually end up getting like a bunch of a crappy shoe, like Skechers or something like that, things that you're not going to want to resell. But they will oftentimes, and this is usually every week or two weeks or three weeks, they'll get a new quote-unquote flood of hype shoes. That is either a shoe that sells really well or a shoe that just has a lot of demand. And what ends up happening is there's so much stock that people go buy them all up and the first few people to sell them obviously make good money. And then there's so many people holding all these shoes. They're like, well, now, now what? And then they start taking the price because they're holding all these shoes. Now there's so many on the market that it floods the market there's the flood for you and there's there's way too many of them and the price starts to dip now you can do two things one you can buy them all up at your ross and that's what i recommend if you have the money the money and the capital buy them all up sit on those things for a little bit and then price them up because they will sell pretty quick and then you'll end up holding the the pairs that you have and you'll be able to list them at a premium because it'll go back to like pre-flood at Ross Marshall's prices, which is good. So you, that, that usually takes a few months to happen though. So if you don't have the capital, don't do it. But I ended up buying these things. They were like 60 bucks. I had the capital to do it. Not a big deal. And this dude comes on and he's like clowning me. He's like, how would you ever buy those? You're never going to make money. Those are a flood. And I just like, I, I think I replied like, bro, they're vapor maxes. What are you talking about? They don't flood. Like they, they flood out at Ross and, and Marshalls and stuff because yeah, maybe a bunch of pairs of Vapor Maxes hit those stores, but Vapor Maxes are one of the, the most popular Nike shoes right now. I mean, you can sell those things really well and they make a lot of money for people. And especially when you can get them at a good deal, I mean, Vapor Max is just crushed because they're like a $200 shoe, $220 shoe. Um, they can sometimes go down to like 160, depending on what kind of shoe you're getting, the, the colorway, what they're made out of, all that kind of stuff. But if you're able to pick up a good pair and maybe get them at 60, 70, 80 bucks, you're probably looking at like doubling your money if, if you know what you're doing and the colorway doesn't look like puke. So like, that's kind of where we're going. And so that's what I did. I picked up four pairs and they're gonna sell really well. There's not even that many on the market, which I'm happy about. So when there's not that many on the market and maybe you only have like 20 pairs, the best thing to do is I like to sort by least expensive. I'll put it at like a buy it now. So I'll sort by buy it now, least expensive or, or best offer, least expensive and see what the least expensive option is. Because sometimes you may be looking around going, okay, well, the least expensive pair of these is maybe 150 bucks and you're not paying attention. You don't realize that maybe it's located in Canada. So people are going to have to pay some sort of, I think an import tax plus some sort of shipping usually. And you may not have realized that, or it may have shipping tacked on. And you just didn't realize that there's shipping at the bottom because it's kind of small and gray and not that easy to see sometimes so you may have missed that and i was going to list them at 150 bucks and i saw the lowest price after you factored in everything else was like 175 or 170 something like that so i listed at the low because i just i wanted to get them sold eventually and 170 for them i was comfortable with that for what i paid so it is what it is i mean you got to make some money and when you're looking at a pair of shoes to flip if you see a good deal on paper max that is money right there in your pocket. So definitely hit those up. Hit up those classic Nike shoes. Like when you see a pair of Nike shoes, and those aren't like one of the old classics, but they're they're one of Nike's staples at this point where Nike's making Vapor Maxes. A lot of people wear them and those staple Nike shoes. And you can go back to like obviously Dunks, Jordan 1s, like things like that. But then you have your Air Maxes and like your Air Max 90s, your Air Max 97s, things like that that are a classic Nike shoe. And then even things like, like a Blazer. Like Blazers don't sell that well. But some blazers do, depending on what the colorway is and things like that. 
I'll always look at really any Nike shoe that catches my eye. It seems to pop a little bit. So just keep that in mind. If you see a pair of Nike shoes, that's one of the, oh, Air Forces. Air Forces are the other ones that really make you a lot of money depending on the colorway and stuff like that. So if you can find a good deal on those, which it's pretty easy to find a good deal on Air Max or on Air Forces, depending on where you're looking and what colorways you're willing to hold and what time of year it is and stuff. If you're willing to hold them for a little bit, you can probably make some more money because sometimes they'll put fall colors on sale whenever it's getting into winter or whenever it's getting into springtime because they're ready to clear them out. So if you want to hold them until sometime near the end of summer or even fall, you'll end up making a ton of money. It just takes a while to hold them and usually shoes that are brand new that are Nike aren't that cheap to begin with. But if you get a good deal on them, maybe like 60, 70 bucks a pair, and then you hold them till the next time that season would be ready to happen. Well, one, they're going to be hard to find for the people that like that colorway but didn't buy them. Two, you're probably going to be one of the few people on the market because a lot of people get nervous. They sell them out, so you'll have them to hold. And then whenever you get to that time of the year, what that maybe if you bought like an orange and brown and I don't know, green, that sounds really gross for a shoe, but if Nike did it some way, or maybe like the Nike Skeleton Air Forces, something like that that they release every year, if you wait until the next fall to list those, you can make some good money because most of the dead stock's going to be gone. They're obviously geared towards a certain time of year, and when that time of year rolls around the next year, there's going to be way less dead stock on the market. You'll be one of the last people to have dead stock. You can charge a premium and obviously get paid a lot more money for that. So it's just supply and demand, and those staple Nike shoes, those staple silhouettes that Nike puts out there, those are good money makers, especially if you're looking to do something like a brick flip. So just kind of pay attention to that. That's something that I would be focused on too. If you're looking to make some money in shoes, you don't know how to get started. Just flipping those classic Nike shoes and colorways and stuff like that. That's probably your best bet. So that's really what I'm looking at right now. I mean, that's what I've been focused on for the major part of this, this week and this year, I guess. It's just making money on those. But it has been pretty good. I've been able to make some decent money on that and just kind of working and trying to get myself in a position to, you know, kind of strike when I see the next thing coming. So that's what I've been working on. Hopefully that can help you guys out, but I'm probably going to wrap this thing up. I got a lot that I got to get done. So I'm going to get home, get some work done, and then go to bed and get it done tomorrow too. So that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. You guys have a great rest of your Tuesday and I'll talk to you tomorrow on Wednesday with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.